Welcome to the new best rivalry in baseball. Hello again, baseball fans. Welcome to the 90 Miles Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, A, welcome aboard. It's good to have you along. B, prepare yourself to hear some smack talk because that's kind of the idea. And C, this is all about the Brewers versus the Chicago Cubs. It's 90 miles from Wrigley to Miller Park. It's 90 Wrigley, feet from home you mean to... Fr- Wrigley, Wrigley North, you mean. Oh, are we starting this already? Yep, yeah, we're starting now. <laughs> yeah, you're not going <laughs> to... I suppose you're going to call it Wrigley North when it's AmFam Field next year too, right? Because you're a big oh, well, Cub fan. Oh, yeah. It's not Cub even... Cub fan jerk face, yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Changing branding, oh. you know, that's that helps. That helps. That helps further establish it as Wrigley North, really, you know. Yeah, everybody's going to forget. Oh, knock it off. 90 feet from home to first. <laughs> you know, 90 feet from first to second, which Christian Yelich is awesome at stealing, by the way. And uh, yeah, it's true. Of course, well, so, he usually so goes a little Jose further Canseco, than that. So is Jose Canseco. So, you know. What, he was good at stealing bases? Yeah, he was a 40-40 member, and that's something we're going to get into today yeah, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I'm for sure. sure. <laughs> well, it's kind of fascinating to watch the pace Yelich is on. Anyway, we're getting off track already. Yeah, yeah. Today, we're we're going to cover a lot of ground. We're leading up to the All-Star Game, which is very cool. Uh, it's the Midsummer Classic. Uh, it's always a... It's usually a good time. You know, I, I yeah. haven't always caught it, but uh, we've got four Brewers for sure, three Cubs for sure, and there may be a couple of pieces added as we go. That'll be fascinating to talk about. Uh, we want to have some fun with that. But yeah, this is the 90 Miles Podcast. Basically, we just want to talk some smack about the Cubs and Brewers, and like I said, about the we're going to do that today. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, today I'm going to actually get called out, supposedly, on something I said that Ryan thinks is ridiculous. I've yeah. listened to it, and I don't think there's anything ridiculous about it. Of course We're going to cover... Oh yeah, right, whatever. And then we're going to cover some, uh, some Puig and some Reds. The NL Central breakdown this week should be kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, we got a... We got some predictions to review and preview. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a good time. But uh, anything you want to start with today, Ryan? Anything you want to cover that we're going to be covering here in the next oh forty-five minutes or so? Oh, I you know I don't know. I think uh, well, NL Central will be interesting. What is it? Five and a half game difference now between first and last. That's insane. I do believe so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So that'll be interesting, but yeah, I, you know, we're going to talk about not only some all stars, but also some uh, uh, very poor performances for <laughs> some Cubs and Brewers so far yeah, this season. Yeah, as well. We decided to originally this was going to be the suck episode, try not to suck episode, try and not then to we suck, realized, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we Madden, realized, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, that is a Joe Madden line, isn't it? I forgot mm-hmm. about that. <laughs> yep, that's well, me there was, every day there at work. Was, uh, there was a few Cubs players so far this season that didn't try hard enough to not suck. Um, oh, so yeah. Well, certainly some Brewers is, players yeah. that, that weren't trying very hard to not suck, too. So, Well, they were trying, and the more they tried, the worse it seemed to get. <laughs> yes. and, uh, yeah. It's really interesting, the parallels these two clubs have, uh, have run already the course of this season. We've covered it in many, many episodes. I think this is episode 31, as a matter of fact. Feel free to go yeah. back in our history and check out some previous episodes, especially the last couple, three weeks. There's a, 
a little bit more of a timelessness to the you know, in-season episodes. We also do something called The Stretch, where we uh, talk about historical segments and facts and figures from Milwaukee and Chicago seasons past. Don't forget to check that out. But yeah, The Suck episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, so let's just get into it, I guess, huh? If we have to, if we have to. Why don't you why don't you lead it off today? Who's been sucking for the Cubs this season? I mean, besides the whole team, they obviously well, can't even keep up with the Brewers, so. I mean, if you want to talk about hitters, uh unfortunately, Daniel Descalso has not had a very good year. He's uh he's at, he's batting 186 right now. Uh o- Oofta. <laughs> yeah, 2 285 OBP. Um you know, it's yeah, a little uh uh that's a little frustrating. You know, he had a good a good start. Um and it you know, he's he's a a veteran player, you know, and it's like, well, um there was some some hope there. Um and Well, fact, yeah, you brought him the Cubs brought him in to be a bit of a utility player, correct? To yeah. kind of fill in some spots, fill in some holes and then yeah. Unfortunately, he ended up getting uh, well, here, kind of forced into starting and forced into a bigger role than maybe what they had brought him in to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his first, uh, let's see, first 80, for example, his first 86 plate appearances, um, 263 batting average, 757 OPS. Like, okay, for the role he was playing, I'd take that, you know? Right. Yeah, those um, are very... Reasonable numbers for your utility guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, whereas, you know, obviously since then. Um, he's <laughs> sucked. <laughs> since then, has been 94 plate appearances. He's batted 113. Oh. With a 226 oh. OBP, 138 slugging percentage, and a 363 OPS. Um, since well, then. he and Trek. He and Travis Shaw must have went to the same offseason camp because, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love is... Travis Shaw. I'm a fan of Travis hey, Shaw. I, yeah, this year I has was... just been not yeah. not been Travis Shaw's year. I think we've kind of beaten it to death, to be honest with you. But you uh, have talked yeah. a lot about Travis Shaw. I, you know, I Daniel the well, so I was more optimistic about. I mean. He and especially because he started good. I mean, that first month really wasn't bad. I'm like, okay, that'll work, you know. And he had some clutch hits and some things, but then it was just all of a sudden down the tube. So, so yeah. Right. Well, one of the reasons we've talked about Travis Shaw so much. Well, there's two reasons really. A, if you're new to the show, basically all we do is try and rip on each other's teams and pump up our own teams. Today we're kind of owning a little bit of our own history, a little bit of our own team's crap, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah, Travis Shaw, before he was sent down and Keston Hero was brought up, he finished, and I don't know if he's coming back up this season or not. Hopefully he gets it turned around, but he was batting 164. His on base was 278. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> a, a slugging under 300 for a guy that's supposed to hit 30 or 32 home oh, runs. Oh, yeah. That... I'm sorry, Travis Shaw defenders, but I, I think even, I don't I don't think are, there's too many are there Travis, Travis Shaw, Shaw defenders left. Are there Travis Shaw defenders? I <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen Twitter. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, here's the thing. I like Travis Shaw, and I understand being a fan of the guy and oh, you know, yeah. the locker room chemistry. And the, but there was so much 
so much wanting to just let him work it out at the big league level. Well, you you've been you've been doing this podcast with me since February. Okay. Yes. You've heard me pulling my hair out about Travis Shaw probably since the beginning of May. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yep. like you know, I've never and, no, I don't think a, I can't remember the last time I've heard his name brought up in any kind of a positive light. So uh yeah, it would have been like episode six or seven of oh, the man. podcast, maybe, you know. Right, a glimmer we pre- of hope, maybe. Well, yeah, when we were previewing the lineups, you look at that lineup the way it was supposed to be, you know, <laughs> Kane, Yelich, uh, Aguilar, you know, Shaw, Braun, Mustakas. It sounded like it, it sounded incredible. And actually it's still a pretty good lineup now that Shaw's down and Hira's up. But anyway, uh Jesus Aguilar is the other one that struggled for the Brewers. I did want to mention one thing. Uh you said Descalso's had a really, really rough year and he's been struggling a lot. He did pitch better than Craig Kimbrell the other day. Oh. Well <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We'll get into I, that. Hey. That that oh, you know. no no no. No 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 no. Descalso th- Descalso pitched better than Kimbrel the other day. I mean, statistically speaking. Right. I just wanted well, to throw that now, jab in. Well, <laughs> so Descalso has some experience pitching in blowouts. That wasn't the first time. In fact, I heard uh, when I was uh, watching the game, I can't remember if I was watching or it was on the radio, but they did mention that Descalso actually has pitched against the Cubs uh, a couple times, uh, even sure. going back to something like 2008 or something, and then like and then like 2000. Uh, twelve or something. I I can't remember uh, off the top of my head, but um, you know, he he has some experience pitching in blowouts. So Kimbrel does not. Not to mention Kimbrel, you know, it's just he was just in there getting some work. So you know, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. concerned. Well, with that kind it of wasn't a, lead, a safe Josh. situation. So it's, you know. <laughs> well, okay, sure, but but then if you're gonna say that when when your team is up fifteen to five, like the Pirates were, was Josh Bell in just getting some work? Yeah. I think so, probably. Yeah, Josh yeah. Bell was just getting some work in no problem well, he's getting anyway. some batting practice off of <laughs> Descalso and well you know well I I did bring up Descalso pitching for a reason yes. One was to obviously get at you about Craig Kimbrell because that's fun but two was because Aaron Perez was also one of the the casualties of the season for the Brewers and uh ah, much yes. like Shaw it was really it was really disappointing to see Aaron go uh a great locker room presence, a very good – I mean, he's really an excellent baseball player. He just didn't have the bat this year. He didn't have it going. The Brewers have struggled so much against left-handed pitching that they had to make a couple of moves. And, yeah. Uh, well, he was, he a, was a better an pitcher. An unfortunate casualty. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, Perez was fun to watch pitching. I guess, you got to admit but I guess when he did scale, the leg so, kick and all that stuff earlier this year. Yeah, well, I mean, the same thing with Descalso. He was a better uh, – uh, on Twitter, there are a lot of Cubs fans saying, geez, maybe put Descalso in the bullpen. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Perez wasn't that good. He was His, his heater was in the 70s, I think. Yeah, he yeah. Could bring it, oh, no, he I could wasn't. do more if he wanted to, but he just <laughs> preferred watching YouTube and doing a high leg kick and having some fun with it, which is... Oh, yeah. yeah. It was really what the team needed in well, that ball game, just a way to crack uh, a smile and move to the next day. He didn't do the Kimbrel, though, in, when he was doing impersonations, did he? I don't think so. No, yeah. he did a well, he, he did the real that, highlight well, kick and yeah. <laughs> I'd say know, he could add it to his repertoire, that... but he's DFA'd, so I guess uh, that's that. So <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it was sad to see him go. Uh, 
Uh, I have a lot of good memories of Hernan as a they should have had him well. They should have had him be an opener. Okay, smart guy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, the other one that struggled a lot is Jesus Aguilar. He's had some moments where he's kind of come back around. Hopefully, yeah. Jesus can find what was going on earlier this year. But on the bright side, uh, Eric Thames has been smoking hot as of late. Uh, very, very, very nice turnaround for him. But uh, this was the the sucks episode, so I got to keep yes. that in mind. Yes, Aguilar, yeah. I see he's batting 203. The yes. 316 slugging. Um, and he's one that normally has some power, right? Well, he had 20-some home runs before the All-Star break last year. Actually, yeah. if you get down to it, he was the first half all or the the first half uh, yes he was an all-star too but he was also the first half MVP for Milwaukee yes, last year. Yes, I remember that. He has yep. not been the same guy over the last season at all. And yeah. I don't know I don't know exactly what's going on there. It didn't get fixed by the hitting coach last season, and it hasn't gotten fixed yet this year. We'll see what happens. Like I said, though, the good news is Eric Thames is really stepping up. In only 225 plate appearances, his OPS is all the way up to 932, a 273 batting average. Thames is having, I think, pretty easily his best season as a brewer. Uh, Once you take that very first year's month of April out, this is easily his best season. So, Aguilar, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, he's not been good. That's yeah. about that. Well, I think I, I've covered the Brewers that have sucked. Well, the pitching staff had its problems too. You you talk about your sucky Cubs for a minute. Well, I'm well yeah, you. and I I think we're going to reserve the pitching staff for we could do a <laughs> post all because that's a whole other thing. That this episode would be oh. three hours long if we had had that. So we'll oh. stick with position players on the you know not trying hard enough to not suck episode but uh <laughs> right cargo um yeah that didn't work out uh he was what even happened there i i don't know but uh you know 49 plate appearances batting 175 so well, yeah that's not gonna cut it either no that doesn't make the cut um you've got guys in the minor leagues that can do better than that so yeah yeah that it's sad um cargo is one of my I think he's been a very fun baseball player to watch over the course of his career. Yeah, yeah. A lot of great years in Colorado. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed sure. watching him in the postseason. Uh, so it's sad when a guy's career starts to do what it's doing. Maybe he can get it turned around and make one more good run at it next year. Hopefully, for his case, that can happen. Yeah, but, uh, and I, you know, I and I just need to mention a couple other position players that I wouldn't say they're not as, on the level of Descalso or or Cargo, you know, but but have not played. I think up to their their mean um okay uh kyle schwarber addison russell and uh albert almora um offensively of all now almora's shown some sparks he you know feeling a little better about about him i think addison russell he's batting 248 that's 137 plate appearances um you know he's got a uh 729 ops um, now Schwarber, at least he's got a 797 OPS. That's a little better. Almora though, 686 OPS, um, but he is batting 254. You know, sure. uh, Schwarber does have 18 home runs, so there's that. Um, 
you know, that's his slugging gives the boost uh, boost to his OPS. That's where, yeah, that's where all of his OP, his on base plus slugging is coming it, from. There. Yeah, his I, on I, base I, is three twenty six. <laughs> I which, know you love Schwarber, but come on, man. I mean, this uh, well, has been like two. It's been this way for a couple of years. There's been some sparks. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, you know, that's <laughs> that's that. Hey, hey, here's one that I would have probably mentioned in the previous couple of years. Jason Hayward instead, I'm. Not mentioning him because he's batting 270. He's got a 827 OPS. Um, he's got 14 home runs. Um, he's and then he's had a he is. I think he already earned his Gold Glove in right field. He's made some incredible plays. You know, especially in the last week. Um, so that that's a bright spot at least. Um, but let's let's okay. talk about sure. all let's talk about all stars. So. You think so? Yeah. You think we should do a little all-star work here? Well, we uh, I mean, let's just mention yeah. who are representing our team's position players. Um and uh yeah, so you know, most Okay. No, you know, as far as starters, the Cubs got two uh Javier Baez and Wilson Contreras both made it in as starters and then they also got uh Chris Bryant is also going, which he's been sure. having uh you know, quietly been having a very a very good year. Um, he's got uh 921 OPS right now, Chris Bryant. Um, hmm. y- you know he's got 16 home runs. Uh, batting 285. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, they're statistically, you know, they're having pretty solid years. Uh, for the Brewers, obviously Yelich, who is perhaps the best baseball player in the league right now. Uh, certainly the National League, he's got a very strong case, if not all of baseball. Then Moose and Grandal. Grandal, who should be starting instead of Contreras, but, you know, we already had that. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yo, come on, it's market on. size. It's market size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small market Milwaukee's oh, always going to get crapped on. Oh, I am not small market. My Contreras it is, is. is. It's like the, it's the second smallest market in sports next to the Green Bay Packers. Oh. Anyway. He's and got Josh a he's Hader, got an eight nine eight ninety five OPS. Grandall does. Contreras Contreras has uh, nine thirty four, seventeen home runs to Grandall. Smaller uh, sample size. Eighteen home runs. Nah. Okay, fine, whatever. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> both of them are deserving of all star appearances. Obviously, and, and Christian Yelich yeah. is. Well, Yelich is, is well. Hey, let's let's take one moment because I've hardly <laughs> talked about him at all on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I've hardly talked about him. Oh, right. Since, hardly. Well, I mean, he comes up, but gee whiz, not. I don't think he comes up as much as Javi Baez does for Did crying you just out loud. Gee whiz. Well, what else am I supposed to say? It's a kid-friendly <laughs> podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know I what the, I would I say. The, if, we were, well, if this was just a phone call, you know what I'd say. But yeah. that's a different story. Well, it'd be an episode <laughs> of Deadwood if this is a phone call right now. Well, it's not quite that. Well, <laughs> no, it's not usually that bad. All right. Uh, the, yeah, the text line gets that way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> your br- your brother. Holy crap! Uh, but anyway. So since uh, the All Star break last year, Christian Yelich has fifty six home runs. Uh, that's in less than a season's worth of games. It's a it's an incredible pace that he's on. Uh, he's got the opportunity to win the home run derby this year. He will be participating. He'd be the first since Prince Fielder if he can pull it off, and he'd be the third reigning MVP to win it after Ken Griffey Jr. and Frank <sighs> Thomas. That's some pretty yeah. high company. Hey, man, 56 home runs since last year's All-Star break? That is a ridiculous pace over a course of one year. There's... 
there's nothing I can remember. Uh, in I've been around for a while, but I don't remember a season like this for any Brewer player in history. He's it's it's been incredible to watch. Well, it's I been good, uh, you know. But he's got the potential to be a forty forty guy. He could be the fifth forty forty guy, and he'd probably be the first one to do it clean, because uh, <laughs> the other four names are a little less. Uh, well, they're known for perhaps aiding themselves occasionally. Well, it's too. Uh, he it's, would be the, uh, it is too bad that that it's unlikely he'll get the MVP if Bellinger keeps doing what he's doing. Because, um, well, <laughs> are you serious right now? I he's am. actually got better. He's got better numbers than Bellinger in a lot of ways. Yeah, but I mean, if you look just at WAR, Bellinger is six point six. Yelich is four point six. I mean, my God, six point six. That's like that's almost MVP level of for an entire season for war he's got that now okay no i'm just i'm just well, deflating you know your ego a little bit about yelich i know you, you want to bring him up uh, i'm not gonna okay well hold on do you really think Bel- <laughs> you th- bellinger has tailed off since his basic historic april uh, it's not been the same guy. Well, Yelich leads accumulating. in OPS. Yelich leads in slugging percentage, on base percentage. Yeah, I close. see that. Bellinger does have the edge, uh, you know. And then there's the 31 home runs and the fact that Yelich is basically carrying a team while Bellinger hits in a lineup that's pretty rich and also has that's some very true. solid pitching. So, I mean, the Brewers are pretty bad other than Yelich, so I'll agree with you. Yeah, there. they're they're so bad. <laughs> they're still a game ahead of the Cubbies. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, really? yeah. If they were as good as I you did. were saying before the season started, they should be seven games up right now. So don't yeah. get so okay. excited. Yeah. Well, if they're as bad as you've been saying since the beginning of the year, shouldn't the Cubs be pulling away with this division? Well, What's wrong with your sucky Cubs? Huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> the sucks episode is sucking the life out of me right now. Yeah. Uh, good. Good. I. Yeah. Good. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on anyway I'm so gonna... we've got some great guys going to the all-star game <laughs> hater will be in the bullpen which would be nice uh for the all-star manager to have a an arm like that out there then again it's the all-star game there's gonna be a lot of great players there are the cubs do the cubs have anybody lined up as far as pitching goes to be on the all-star team or not at this point i uh, i not that i know of not i don't I, they've announced that now right I I think so. Well, I know haters in. I I didn't look to see if a Cubs pitcher made it, and maybe no, I should have. But no, I I don't. I think that was the only All Stars, the the three. Okay. Well, uh, the Brewers got four All Stars. The Cubs got three. I guess that's why the Brewers are better. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> so we've talked a bit about obviously the the good side and the bad side of both clubs this year. Uh, we did want to bring in a new segment. Are we ready to move on to that? Uh, or not quite yet? Yeah. What else you got? Well, there's one thing I would like to mention. Um, we've got a great thing going on. We've got a good promotion going oh, on. Oh, yes. It's a giveaway. Uh, basically, as long as you're a subscriber to our podcast, and it's done before the uh, end of the all-star game, essentially, uh, you will be qualified to get a free prize. And that is going to be, we've had a lot of success with it. We've had a lot of subscribers. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for, yes. you know, this is a you kind know of, signing up last episode. So if you've, if you've been listening and hearing about this and you haven't signed up yet, uh, let this be your final reminder. Cause this is, uh, going to be it here pretty much. Yep. This is it. Uh, get yourself signed up, get your friends signed up. 
Go to the website, 90milespodcast.com. That's where you can see in the Midsummer Giveaway section. You can see the possible prizes. Right now, we're still at that first level, but we are very close to bumping it up to a second or third level if we get enough signups. Uh, so go take a look at it. Right now, some really nice prizes in the $30, $35 level. Uh, we aren't far from bumping up to that next step up. Get your friends to sign up. Get some cool free Cubs or Brewers gear, or if you're a fan of another team, you can pick so- you can pick something else out if you just enjoy listening to us. So you know, unless you're a Cardinals fan, we might we might cut you out if you're a Cardinals. Yeah, fan. yeah. Is that what we were doing? Didn't we talk I, about that? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Obviously not. Obviously not. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I don't know why you'd be a Cardinal fan listening to us rip on the Cardinals all season, but that's okay. Right. We don't mind. Yeah, yeah. So, so there is that going on, and that, that should uh, yeah. be good. Oh, there it is. That's uh, that means Uh-oh. it's time for who called it, which is a new new segment here we're doing. So we get to, you know, now that we're into thirty, what thirty one episodes, some we're we're pulling back. Yeah, this is pulling 31. some stuff out, uh, going back uh, in time, and and it was my turn to grab something that you know a little clip. That kind of puts uh, Jesse's <laughs> stupidity on display, like you know, like Pedro Stroke oh, wow. calling Puig stupid. You know, Jesse's kind of stupid. So, um. <laughs> oh wow! I, I, if Pedro Strope called me stupid, I wouldn't do anything about it because he's twice my size. Yeah, yeah. But you are not twice my size. So why don't you bring it? <laughs> well, too bad. So you know, <laughs> that's uh, that's what you get. So uh, so yeah. Anyways. Uh, <sighs> Jesse so, called so it. we got something from what what episode is it? Episode six? Is that where we're yeah, pulling from today? Yeah, that was uh, let's see, episode six, and this is uh, yeah, yeah, this back was in back- so it was March twentieth of this year when we were talking about uh, you know we were doing some of our preview stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, we're still kind of previewing the season. We're still uh, you know. Um, uh, seeing where some pieces might land and stuff, and a little little uh, rumor came up. So here, let's play the clip here now. There was a little bit of a rumor. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Have you uh, heard about this? I, I have. Yeah, so <laughs> you don't sound excited about it. Well, What's the matter, I, buddy? rumors are rumors, whatever. You know. Yeah, well, when it's Ken Rosenthal, it's a little more than a rumor. So our Tweet of the Week comes from Kenny Rosenthal. Brewers talking to free agent closer Craig Kimbrell, sources tell me, and Robert Murray. Oh, man, doesn't that sound nice? Hello? Uh, <laughs> it's a rumor, and I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather see him actually come to the Cubs, but... Well, of course you would, but it's it's more than a rumor. I feel like it's more like a nightmare for you. No. Would you say? I wouldn't yeah. stretch that far. I mean, the you know... <laughs> I think well, the Cubs some... still have the edge. It's not, you know, I, you know, maybe, maybe that... even with Kimbrel, you'd give the Cubs the edge. Even oh, with yeah. Kimbrel, yeah, yeah, Hater, Knable, Kimbrel, maybe Jeffress if his arm is good. And that's and then all. You that's start all you talking got. About Albers bouncing back. Oh, that's all they got. That's all you all got. All they got is the yeah, yeah, the best bullpen in the league. Well, there you go. So now we know where Kimbrel landed, and. uh it was. It, I thought that was pretty funny to hear how, how giddy you were about the well, prospect yeah. of uh, Kimbrel landing with the Brewers. Uh, you know. Did you hear how terrified you sounded, though? I pretty much nailed it. That was your worst nightmare scenario. 
Imagine well, that bullpen. That would have been the worst, something. Worst nightmare turned into a dream come true. So you know, a dream come true. A dream. Come, at the end, you told me that's all the Brewers had. Yet they don't have Corey Knable. They don't have Craig Kimbrell. But they do have a one game lead in the division. Yeah, but they have a terrible bullpen. So you know, <laughs> terrible bullpen. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, they the do. The bullpen. The bullpen's actually pretty decent. It's been pretty good lately. Lately. Uh, well. They do have the best bullpen guy in basically baseball at this point in Josh Hader. Uh-huh. So that makes a big difference. However, what I was talking about then, that did sound pretty exciting, but obviously it didn't work <laughs> out with the Brewers and Kimbrell. Um, I think right after that episode is when Corey Knable found out uh, he was going to need Tommy John surgery. Uh, the Brewers had Kimbrell's elbow checked out and suddenly talks fell apart. I don't know what happened there. Uh, I've got some theories, but I'm not going to just spew them out here. But uh, okay, I didn't think I said. I don't think I said anything ridiculous in that at all. This this whole podcast is about giving each other a hard time. That had to be scaring the crap out of you on March 20th. Oh, but yeah, but the the whole story has turned, and and I just want to point out because you you downplayed the Cubs <laughs> getting Kimbrel quite a bit. You know, well, yeah, You're like you know, um, the Cubs needed oh, for, Kimbrel. The best, Brewers are fourth best the Brewers in the didn't division. Need Kimbrel. You know, oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> and yet, he was. back back at that time, you were ready. He was the you, fourth if, best closer if, if in the division. When Hicks up, was if he would have ended up on the Brewers back I, then, you would have, you know, you would have been all over me on that. Well, the, they would have been future Hall of Famer. They would have been obvious. No, I wouldn't have been all about the future Hall of Famer business, but I would have been. Oh yeah, that is. If Knable's healthy and they have Kimbrel, that's a nightmare. The game's over after five innings. Yeah. That's why I was excited. <laughs> I mean, I was excited because the Brewers' bullpen was coming back and it appeared to be relatively healthy. Jeffress has had struggles. Knable goes out with Tommy John. You know, you're down to basically Hader and uh, you know Alex Claudio and Matt Albers, who are not. Uh, I mean, Elbers is having actually a pretty dang good year. Two years ago, he was excellent with Washington. Last year, terrible. The Brewers are getting by, and they're still in the lead in the division. Imagine if they, you know, had Knable. That would be amazing. Well, the Brewers' bullpen is uh, averaging so far this season 4.9 runs allowed per game. Per nine innings? or Yeah, per game. Yeah, nine innings. Okay. The bullpen. Yeah. And that's below league average. Yes, so it is. 4.81. Cubs are 4.48, and I, I would admit that their bullpen has not been great. So the, the Brewers no, has been I'm not, even worse. I'm not saying the Brewers' bullpen has been great at all. The pitching has been all over the map <laughs> okay. this year. Well, I, I, here, <laughs> now, going back to the clip, uh, what I'm saying is you were saying if, with Kimbrough, that's the best bullpen in the National League, and I would argue that – it would have took more than Kimbrel to uh, with Are the you way the bullpen, <laughs> with the way that bullpen. Yeah, it would have taken Knable, Kimbrel, Hater, all working together. Jeffress doing what he's doing this year. Actually, Jeffress is just fine. Yeah, and then you've got Bobby Wall that ended up getting hurt in spring. There was a bunch of things that went sideways very early on for that Milwaukee bullpen. It went from one of the best bullpens in the National League, if not the best, last year to middle towards the bottom half of the of the league. No doubt. It did. Uh, it didn't need Kimbrel to be one of the best. It was already one of the best. They were putting strength no. on strength was what I was saying, right. which would be a nightmare. Sure. You get to the sixth inning and you got 
those four guys in your bullpen, holy cats, that's crazy. Well, now it's your nightmare because Kimbrough's on the Cubs. So <laughs> that's you're uh, my nightmare. This is, this show every week is my nightmare. Yes, oh. it is. <laughs> hey, I have a great idea for a podcast, Ryan. How about we just rip the crap out of each other's teams every week and make yes. each other feel like. You know, like poop. That's yeah, a great idea, Jesse. Let's do it. Here we yeah. are, thirty-one episodes later. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's been good. It's been- it has been good. <laughs> and you know what? Good on the Cubs for going out and getting Kimbrel. I'm glad the Brewers did not pay what the Cubs paid. Oh, they didn't pay that much for for the for him for what what there's not a get. closer that's in a baseball good- that's worth. There's not a closer in baseball worth eighteen million bucks a year. A future Hall Milwaukee of Fame can't closer. do that. Some uh, oh, total but, lockdown, ninth inning. That's guy. not what he is. He we is. already talked about. Descalso outpitched him. <laughs> oh, oh my God! That was a blowout. He's getting some work. I, you know, will I guess? Hey, time will tell. You know what? On that, if the Cubs but, didn't, if the if the Cubs didn't have a history of overpaying guys, I wouldn't be so hard on you about this. Nah, but they do have that history. They don't. Milwaukee really does not. It, it, they you know, don't not really. Be you Darvish. Perfect. You Darvish. Oh, time will tell on that. You Darvish is Jason just only the second year of, Jason of the contract. Only the second year of the contract. It's a dead money contract for five full years. I love it. <laughs> oh, see, isn't this podcast fun, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we're gonna. Okay. I got a lot. I said to say. I said about good on some, the Cubs for you know, signing Kimbrel. Good for yeah. the Cubs. Honestly, oh no! They you know them. what are you going to do when Hater's arm falls off in August? Here, you know. Oh pitching. come on! <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You know, there is a. I think uh, the Brewers bullpen has not been great, and I think it will get worse when Hater starts to get exhausted. You know, they're working them pretty good. You know, I don't know what you mean about getting exhausted. Two, he didn't allow two a run innings, in the postseason. Two, two and a third innings. You know, one. You know, one and two thirds in a, you know, he's, he's, you know. Well, when he's in, he does pitch longer than yes. a typical closer. He's not, the argument we've been having on Twitter, the argument we've been having on this podcast, Josh Hader is a more valuable bullpen piece than Craig Kimbrell. And I'm not even talking contract wise. Oh, because I'm of his not flexibility. Even, I'm not going to yes. do this again. No, <laughs> you're wrong on that. So, oh. Uh. Our good Twitter friend will probably give me some crap about that. He changes oh. his name all the time. Otherwise, I'd, I don't even know what his name is this week. Yeah, but, uh, well, <laughs> sick If em. you follow us on Twitter, so. <laughs> uh, I'm at Brew Crew Winning. You are? At Rapsis at, Cubs Win. Get after us on Twitter. Let us know how we're doing. You know, Go pile on Ryan because he doesn't understand why Kimbrel is less valuable than Josh Hader. I know I get it. I know Brewer fans get it. Ugh. But... I need a little help because they just don't want to believe it. They're Cubs fans, uh, but yeah, you nah. know what? Hater did. It's true. Hater did have a, a rougher August last year, but at the same time, he was 24 years old, probably one of the higher leverage seasons of his life. Obviously, the highest leverage season of his life. Uh, but he didn't give up a run in the postseason either, and he settled back down in September. So I'm not really overly concerned. Every pitcher actually goes through a stretch where they're not feeling their best, right? Would you agree with that? Mm. No, oh, I just uh, you know you're you're oh. on this hater train, and, <laughs> you know it's like well, Yelich well, and Hater are the best things happening to this Brewers team. right They're now. the only good things, and and Hater is going to tr- 
trail off for sure. And Cody Bellinger mm. is going to win the MVP. So, you know, whatever. I don't really, I don't <laughs> care about the MVP anymore. I, I want to see, oh, I want to see Yelich. Do- <laughs> He's already got one. You He's know, on tra- you know, if Bellinger wasn't having the year, all you talk about is, oh, back to back MVP, Christian Yelich, blah, blah, blah. But now I've you don't care. I've been saying it all now season long care. on Twitter anyway. Okay. I care. But here's <laughs> yeah, the other right, thing. I'd rather. Right. Oh, I was, what I was getting at before you so rudely interrupted me, as we do, uh, <laughs> is that I would care more about getting deep in the postseason or winning the World Series than I do about the MVP. And oh, so okay. All right. Plus, a 40-40 year would be super cool. He's got to up the stolen bases just a little bit to do well, that. Well, talk to Jose Canseco, you know, maybe some steroids would help that out, but... He'd be the first clean guy to do it, or <laughs> theoretically, right? Um yeah, what, who are they? I, I, Jose Canseco. The, I I definitely remember when he did that, which was pretty crazy. El, Alfonso Soriano did it. Mm. Uh, I think he had a failed test at one point or another. I'm trying to remember the other two. Uh, oh, Barry Bonds is one, of course. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, there's a third one that I'm forgetting, but anyway, it would well, be. Then uh, we we know what Yelich needs to do. He's already stealing signs. He might as well, you know, go all in. <sighs> really. <laughs> We're back to the stealing signs bit. <laughs> oh, why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, this thing's gone off the tracks completely already. <laughs> All right. So let's, we're going to move do, into our... Yeah, I know Central Breakdown. Let's, let's... let's get into that. But before we do, I did want to mention, too, uh, we are working with the My Franchise Fantasy Baseball crew. We're going to do some cross-podcasting. Watch for that. That's coming down the pipeline. Uh, you know, Mike over there, Glenn over there, and Dizzle. Uh, they do a great job. If you're into fantasy baseball... Definitely check out their podcast. It's long, it's fun, and it's somewhat informative, right? <laughs> yeah. It's more entertaining and then baseball talky. It's it's good stuff. Have some fun with that. But uh, getting into, speaking of baseball talk, the NL Central Breakdown, something uh, pretty baseball, old school baseball happened with the Cubs and the Reds recently, didn't it? Wasn't there a... Uh, a kerfuffle. Of yeah, some sort. well, that was on June 29th. They played the Reds, uh, and um, yeah, I guess it was uh, Cubs won six to nothing in that game. But in the bottom of the eighth inning, two outs, uh, Pedro Strope was in and uh, hit Puig in the left leg with a 3-0 fastball, um, <laughs> and uh, Puig wasn't too happy about it. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, you know, what a beauty. (laughs) Yeah. Bench is cleared, you know, all that, nothing, nothing too physical happened. Uh, but you know, um, (laughs) a lot of guys yelling at each other. And then, uh, once the team gets out there yelling, hold me back. Right. That kind of, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think the funniest part of it though, was the post game interview where Strobe called Puig, uh, (laughs) stupid about, 60 times you know and um (laughs) (laughs) anyways you know as we expected some you know joey Votto actually was the one that really got in there and kind of got in but you know in front of grabbed puig and just really kind of i guess you know i I, you know basically he was telling him to calm down you know we need you don't you know uh well that's anything stupid that's what (laughs) you know that's what well, that's what any good Canadian would do, right? Yes, I mean, he's yeah, the Mountie. Exactly. You know, let's, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, here, hang on now. <laughs> All right. Uh, is it just me or the Reds complete jerks this year? It's a, it's a, seems to be a very interesting mix of players, kind of a what weird. What is David Bell doing over there? Yeah, this is so weird. Well, if we go back to the beginning of the year. thing yeah. there, uh, I don't know. Well, um, you. 
you had the Reds being pretty good this year, which I agreed they could be. I had the Reds being very uh, explosive in the sense that they might just implode. All of this is coming true in the last few weeks. Like well, I can see them being a, a really good baseball team, and I can see them absolutely being total a-holes to each other and to the opposing team. Derek Dietrich, what is with that guy? Sticks his elbow in, gets hit, what, six, seven times in that Brewers series. And when yeah. he hits a home run, he, oh, does he like to look at his home run balls? He hasn't hit so yeah. much lately. I think his average <laughs> is down in the 230s. This team is, uh, I kind of hate the Reds a lot right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, you know. I, I didn't expect to hate them. I expected to be entertained by them. I mean, but when you I'm look at, them. you know, we've talked about Pythagorean win-loss and, and, and uh, Pythagorean luck. You know, they're a negative seven. They, you know, Pythagorean win loss has them at 46 and 37. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, I mean, it is, there's, it's sort of like there's some powerful forces at, on that team. It, it's got, you know, this like huge potential, but it's just something's kind of buckling and kind of keeping them where they're at, you know, whereas Pittsburgh, well, Pittsburgh's... We get into that. Yeah, go ahead. Well, Pittsburgh's been playing better lately, but, you know, for a lot of the season, I think they, they were winning a little more than they probably should. Their Pythagorean luck is a positive three, 38-46. That, you know, um, so I don't know. I mean, it, those two are, are fairly even, but they're not far back, you know, and that's a weird thing. I mean, you got... You got now the central is not doing what no, we thought it would do. No, Brewers um, are in first. Cubs are one game back. Cardinals are three and a half. Pittsburgh actually the Cardinals four. have been awful lately. Pittsburgh is four back. If I'm not mistaken, the Cards have lost what six of seven games over their last bit of a stretch here, which um, is the reason that the Cubs and Brewers are still at the top of the division. Yeah, they're, they're they probably three, three and be. seven the last ten. Yeah. Uh yeah, the other thing I wanted to say too, and oh, whoop, I forgot what it was. It was, it was regarding. Oh, you we were talking about the Pythagorean. But they were talking about the run differential. <laughs> yeah, yes, Pythagorean. <laughs> Why can't I say? Yeah, whatever. Uh, I. This is my whole argument with him. We've we did a run differential uh, stretch episode. Go back and check it out. I think there was some good points. I kind of re-listened to some of it last night. It was a good argument. I don't think this red team is as good as their run differential at all. They pitch very well, but they're very up and down with the bats. When they hit, they hit a ton. They play in a ballpark that's basically a bandbox. Christian Yelich has 31 home runs. He should probably have 30. He hit one down the left field line. That was basically a pop-out in any ballpark but that one, and it made it into the first well, row. It's uh, It's one of those stadiums that uh, – it's going to inflate your runs quite a bit. If you think well, Miller they Park are, is a quote-unquote hitter's park, you yeah. go to Cincinnati. They're 22, to Cincinnati. They're 22 and 19 at home and 17 and 25 on the road. Um, sure. So that I'm, I'm amazed that they pitch as well in that ballpark. I, I'm amazed they pitch as well as they do in that ballpark. Uh, good for Derek Johnson mo- making the move toward his hometown area. But, uh, yeah, the Reds, I don't know. I hate them right now. They're entertaining, though. I hate watching games with them. It feels like everything is going to go against you. Yeah, it's just yeah, been one of those true. stretches. <laughs> now, but just to talk about Pythagorean luck a little bit, the Brewers I see are positive three. Uh, Pythagorean win loss has them at forty three forty three, right at five hundred, whereas the Cubs yep. forty eight thirty eight, um, and they have a negative three right now. And, sure, and uh, and it's true. They they have had some luck. 
uh, go against against them um, lately. There have been some games. Yeah, both squads. Both yeah. squads have. Well, yeah. yeah. We've talked about it before. When the Brewers lose, they lose big. But when they win, they win tight ball games. Well, the last and, 20, uh, the, the Brewers and the Cubs are both 8 and 12, the last 20 games. So Yeah. Neither one deserves to be at the top of this division, yet here we sit. So yeah. imagine when these two teams start playing well again. The Brewers pitching is starting to turn the corner. Uh, I had a rev- I had a prediction with Adrian Hauser that didn't go right for me. I didn't win it. But uh, he did look very good in his second start through five innings, and then in the sixth inning he couldn't get anything to go his way. But uh, the Brewers pitching staff is is turning a corner, which I'm excited to see. Maybe Chris Hook is starting to get comfortable as pitching coach. Maybe Grandall is getting used to the staff. There was a lot of moving parts in the offseason for that. But uh, that reminds me, uh, we should probably do our prediction segment, huh? Yeah, um, we should. Okay. So well, let's we... do that. <laughs> All right, we got a new theme song. Here we go. Top 10 Cy Young Award voting. You Darvish. I'm going with my gut, and I'm going with my heart. I'm going with Chorizo. Ah, ha, ha. our buddy you Darvish in this Cy Young conversation <laughs> makes its makes its appearance again. And oh yeah, go Chorizo. I got to look up and see how the sausages are doing this year. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say, have you checked that out? Uh, I will find it. I forgot to find it before today's episode. But with yeah. the 4th of July coming up, uh, this is the episode before the 4th. Enjoy your holiday. Uh, today's Wednesday the 3rd. Uh, I'll be working on the 4th, but that's okay. Uh, there's going to be a lot of sausages eaten, I guess, yeah, yeah. on the 4th of July. <laughs> that's my prediction. Uh, does that count? Um, a lot not of hot, quite. A lot of sausages eaten. <laughs> no? Uh, okay. Well, let's take a review. I know that I got the Adrian Hauser prediction from last week wrong. I predicted he'd give up one run with a, over his two quote-unquote starts because they were stretching him out uh, over five and a third innings minimum. He failed, like I said, but he looked oh, okay. good in the second start, which was nice. Do you have any to wrap up? I don't remember what you had. Uh, the in. only one that, that finished for me was Anthony Rizzo will hit 10-plus home runs beginning June 5th th- through the rest of June. Um, he, he fell seven short. He hit three in that span. So, ah. so yeah, I'm not having much luck with the home run <laughs> uh, predictions. <laughs> But uh, yeah, well, that's oh, that reminds me. Yeah, we We've have. Got I a have bunch another. We got a bunch of All Star break ones here coming up. Uh, Keston Hira, ten plus home runs. Uh, he might do it yet. Still games. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's got four to go. He hit another one. Okay, uh, a couple okay. nights ago in Cincinnati. It's not over until it's over, right? Yeah, so that's how many true. games are left before the break? Let's see here. Uh, the Brewers got one, two, three, four, five. He just needs to hit four and five games. That's totally doable. Unlikely, okay. but if they had left him up instead of oh, Shaw, <laughs> if they had left I, him yeah. up instead of bringing Shaw back up, I would be sitting pretty on that prediction. But well, Chris Bryant, twenty-five plus home runs. Uh, well, I think he has to hit nine home runs in like the next five games. Well, that one's so a that one's, less likely. <laughs> that's, that's not impossible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
We should probably just save these. Per- yeah, we'll wrap these up after the All Star break. We're gonna have a lot to cover. We're gonna talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. you know how smart we are, more like how stupid we are. But uh, also, don't forget, we are asking the fan base, the listeners out there, what you think maybe the punishment should be for the loser of the prediction segment. So let's keep working yep. on that. Yep. Um, we've got some ideas. It really won't be done until November. Uh, because of the Cy Young voting. Not that <laughs> you, Darvish, is going to be in the top ten anyway. <laughs> well, no, that's, you R- know, Ryan's holding that on over till it's here. over. <laughs> okay, Yogi, I get it. All right, so <laughs> let's get into today's predictions, why don't we? So with the All-Star break coming up, I kind of have one. You got anything in mind yet? Do you think about yours No, yet? I don't right okay. now. So, <laughs> Okay, well, here's a fun one. Okay, go uh, ahead. Yeah. Christian Yelich will be participating in the home run derby. He leads all of baseball with 31 home runs this season. I am predicting that he wins the home run derby. And I know it's not that outlandish, but it is one guy out of eight. There's going to be eight dudes hitting. We know of six so far. We got Yelich, Pete Alonso, the hot rookie from the Mets. And I don't mean, never mind. I meant hot-hitting rookie from the Mets, right? Josh Bell, who has been, well, the Cubs fans are familiar with Josh Bell's work. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. will be hitting. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., that'll be kind of fun to watch. Carlos Santana will be the hometown hero going for the Cleveland Indians. That's where the All-Star game is this year. And there will be two more added to it. Is Christian Yelich winning the home run derby a bold enough prediction, though? I don't think... I think if I had said that at the beginning of last season, nobody would have ever thought Christian Yelich would be the leading home run hitter in all of baseball. Yeah, I, but you know, the home run derby is such a weird thing, and so I, uh, sure, sure, it's bold. (laughs) It's bold enough. I mean, it is a different thing, you know. Right. Um, I wouldn't say he's a one in eight shot, but I would say he's probably more like a one in five or one in six. And really, with our predictions, if you're new, we try to get it around something like we try to make them pretty tough to actually get correct. I think a one in five, one in six chance is a pretty tough shot. Uh, You could say he might be 50 50. I don't think so. But, you know, I mean, Josh Bell is a monster. Vlad yeah. Jr. could do something crazy. Pete Alonso. I mean, and then there's two more guys coming. I'm, I don't know if Bellinger declined or if he's going to do it. There's another guy. Oh, yeah. So yeah. so that's what I'm going with. Christian Yelich to win the home run derby. It's a 90 miles prediction. Keeps it nice and clean. Another one to wrap up at the All-Star break. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go ahead and make an uh, All-Star game prediction um you know cubs don't have okay. anyone in the home run derby that's fine um uh, but i'm gonna go with the game i am going to predict now i have i do well, have one already on the all-star you do game. have one already yeah, yeah. Who, who, who's gonna be the all-star game mvp i said a cubs player will be named the all-star game mvp ah, that's, well i didn't okay. say which one um that was bold back in uh yeah, it's still pretty bold. <laughs> yeah, Your team it's still ha- bold. The I mean, that's still kind of ra- it's kind of random, and I think the randomness is the boldness of it because oh, for sure. You know. So well, I'm going to make this one. Shot. This prediction is going to be kind of similar in the in the randomness sense. Uh, is what makes it bold. I'm going to say that uh, Javier Baez will hit a home run in the All Star game. Okay. 
There you go. Is that bold enough That's, for you? Oh yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. It's predicting a guy to hit a home run in any game is is pretty bold. Yeah, in just fact, for any you, game really. But I yeah, yeah. especially an All Star game. I in some ways, but I I do feel like the way the kind of player he is. Uh, you know, he, he. I think he likes the spike of <laughs> adrenaline and the fun of it. Will he'll just really have fun with that? Just have, I'm just gonna go with my gut here and uh, go with my heart. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Javier Baez. Go with chorizo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so there right. you go. Yeah. So there's our predictions. I think. Uh, I think that was pretty good. Uh, Javi could do it. I would have predicted more like he strikes out twice, going down to a knee one time. On, but that's you know that's me. <laughs> well, he might do that too, but uh, but then he'll hit a home run too. So. Oh yeah. Well, he could hit a one hopper over the fence. Who knows? We I, don't even know what he's going to do. Yeah. Well, he's I could. I, I could get. Uh, I could win two predictions with that. If he does hit a home run, maybe there's a chance he's gets the Ooh, uh, yeah. all-star game MVP as well. So we'll see. Although it do- doesn't have to be him. It could be Chris Bryant or Wilson Contreras. That's, you know, but uh, so, yeah, there we go. Um, I guess that's that wraps it up, right? Yeah, I think so. If you've enjoyed this episode, let us know. Go give us a review, whether it be on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to yep. us on. It really helps us out. Yep. We're having a lot of fun doing this. We hope you're enjoying it too. We're trying to build it up so we can keep doing it for a couple few years at minimum, but we do need your help. Uh, Please get signed up or get some friends signed up. Come out, check it out, listen. If you've got feedback for us, tweet at us. It's cool. We're totally down for that. Uh, If you've already followed us, you probably already know I don't take trolling very well, so you can troll me and have some fun. It's pretty easy to do. It's very entertaining. might be an easy target. Yeah, very entertaining. (laughs) You're bored and you you want a quick laugh, just, just get on Jesse about some some terribleness of the brewers and and uh you can expect uh some entertainment. yeah you can you can actually affect my mood for a day how about that Isn't yes that exciting? he'll take it with him he'll be very upset you know you can kind of ruin his life a little bit for a day no that's good wow yeah <laughs> jeez well Cup you know domino of domino effect and yeah yeah get after ryan he needs this more than i do <laughs> He takes it more personal than he lets on. Oh, anyway, sure, sure. Yep. If you enjoy the episodes, let us know about it. Get after us. We also have a Patreon if you want yeah, to we'll donate doing, a little bit. That's yeah, great. We'll so. start doing some some special stuff on there. We'll talk more about that in the future. But yeah, hop on there. You know, whatever yep. you want to do. A buck a month or something. If you find this entertaining, that would be helpful for us. We're, you know, you keep going. It all helps. So. Yep. But, yeah, um, we want to do this for a long time. We have fun with it, uh, you know, for the most part, except when the Cubs and Brewers both suck at the same time. Yeah. It's, <laughs> then it's, you know, a little bit more commiserating. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that pretty much wraps it up. I don't remember anything else. No, that wraps it up. Suck. Yeah, Brewers suck. Car- Cardinals, Cardinals suck. suck. Reds suck. Reds suck. Derek Dietrich, whatever. Yeah, Pirates, Wait. Josh Bell, whatever. Oh. He's really good, actually. <laughs> well, still, he's in the wrong division. But all right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wrong team in the wrong division. Wrong team, wrong division, wrong everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Watch for all of that. We're gonna have some guests on from the My Franchise Fantasy Baseball Podcast yep. coming up. Watch yep. for that. We've got more guests in the books, on the works, all of that. Anyway, all Cubs right. suck, Cardinals suck, Reds suck, Pirates suck. Bye. Brewers suck. Bye.